I'll plug. Shane can be the referee. Me and Shane will just be the moderators. (laughs) You guys can give us more wrestling terms about the heels and stuff like that. (laughs) I figured you would be into wrestling, man. You've been working out. Looks like you're about to try out for WWE (laughs) or something. We. What's up, everybody? My name is Jonathan, and uh, we are joined again by Jared Mayo, the hater of all things DC, and Grant Watley, the lover and adorer of all things that are DC, as well as myself, Jonathan May, and Shane Smith. We're going to be the uh, the moderators today, if you will. This is basically going to be Grant versus Jared. Why DC is great or why DC sucks? <laughs> <laughs> so honestly i i was i think we were texting jared and uh you you made a comment like basically insinuating that you hated pretty much all things that are dc movie related right even comics as well yeah jonathan was on my show my podcast the m6p and uh we got to talking about something and he brought up dc and the other guys on the podcast also knew oh we don't talk about dc here this is a safe space. <laughs> so why is that, Jared? So you don't you don't like any of the DC movies. There's not one single DC film that you liked. No, I would say that there's really hard for me to have them even be comparable to the Marvel movies. Wonder Woman, I really enjoyed. I like Wonder Woman a lot. Um, I have not seen all of them. I have not seen uh, Aquaman, Shazam, uh, Birds of ones. Prey. Don't watch that one. I think those are the only three <laughs> that I've not seen. But I mean, uh, yeah, the other ones, yeesh, like Justice League. Wow. Batman versus Superman. Holy cow, Batman, that was terrible. <laughs> I just, wow. And, but I'm also like, I'm a comics guy before I'm a movies guy. So yeah. it's the same with the comics. It's they are to I mean literally they're different worlds they're worlds apart in where they are it's like Superman and Wonder Woman and Batman like these basic god characters against you know Spider-Man who's your everyday man Hulk's got anger issues you know mutants are feared and hated because of just who they are so it's just there's such a separation I find it even hard to compare them sometimes what say you, Grant? Uh, I'm not entirely biased against Marvel. Like I said, I've got Endgame uh, before we started the recording. I've got Endgame as my number two uh, of all movies uh, related to DC and Marvel. So I'm kind of in the, in the, in the middle as far as just liking them. I, I, I kind of appreciate both of them. But uh, obviously, Jared's kind of like a, a more of a comedy guy. And uh, I think that not everything should be comedy. Like, you should have one-offs every now and then. But uh, when they're in dire situations, they're like, oh, I forgot my shoelace or something like that, you know. Uh, I just that, – that, that ruins the moment for me a lot of the time. It's funny you bring that up because every time you and I have debates about Marvel movies – you always bring that up. You always say, well, 
you know, they made so many jokes in the movie, it was hard to take it seriously. That's one major complaint of yours about Marvel movies. They made, that that, that they joke too much. Yeah, and I, I think that's great. why, I, do it. I'm with you. I, I do not, I don't, I'm sorry I gave you that impression. I do not like the jokes. I would be fine if they never told a joke in a Marvel movie ever again. <laughs> See, okay, that's where I got to step in, guys. Mm. Referee number two is coming in. Okay, I don't mind the jokes. And I think it's great that Marvel films are different than DC films. We don't want DC and Marvel to look just alike. DC shouldn't be putting post-credit scenes in their movies. They should come up with something new and original. The same with uh, DC films shouldn't be trying to make their movies more lighthearted and fun, you know, because that's what Marvel does. And it works so well for them. I, I really enjoyed how Man of Steel came out and it was this dark and gritty, edgy version of Superman. Not that he was like a dark person like Batman or anything like that, but he had to make some real heavy decisions. At the end of that film, we basically see him faced with a decision of, okay, I can either break Zod's neck or he, he's going to kill these people right here, even though, we've, even though we've already killed thousands of people ourselves fighting in the city. <laughs> but that's right. beside the point. So... I like the dark and heaviness that the DC movies have. Even uh, Deadpool makes that joke to Cable in, in the second Deadpool movie. He's like, you're so dark. Are you from the DC universe? <laughs> <laughs> but I don't, I don't mind that they're different, actually. Well, I mean, because yeah. one is good and one is bad, basically, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm glad that the Marvel ones are good, if that's what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, to, for me, I, I, you know, the speaking on the DC movies being dark, it's like, well, dark movies have been made and dark movies have been really good. Like, it works in music. There's dark music that works really well. And, you know, for whatever the purpose may be, DC just sucks at making dark movies. Like, I mean, that's just to me, that's what it is. Like, well, you end up laughing through half of their movies for some reason. It's like I'm not supposed to be laughing right now. <laughs> their movies so well have not always sucked. The I mean, Dark Knight trilogy is probably <laughs> safe for it's Captain best trilogy America. of all time. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say not quite. Captain America is probably slightly better as a trilogy, but the Dark Knight is just under it. The, hold on, hold on. Are you wait? Did you just say that Captain America, Jonathan? You just said the, the Captain Cap America trilogy is better as a whole by far. Then the Dark Knight trilogy. <laughs> no, not sir. wrong. He's not wrong. I no, will sir. fight somebody over that. That is crazy, dude. Because Look, the first, the first Captain America just, just didn't have any uh, development to me. I didn't care about Bucky. I really halfway cared about Captain America. It's like, uh, and I didn't even know who Captain America's girlfriend even was. Like, I can't even remember her name. That's how irrelevant it, it really was to me. Yeah, I can't even remember that because it was so irrelevant. But I think that <laughs> I think that DC has definitely had some bad movies. Suicide Squad one to me was horrible. Wonder Woman eighty four, absolutely horrible. Probably worse than Suicide Squad. Uh, you know they've had some they've had some fall offs, but the good movies are really good. I think that them being dark lets you feel emotion during the movie and to me personally uh if you're not watching a comedy emotions are what make a good movie to me you talking about like green mile and and stuff like that that are really emotional movies 
and it, you feel the gravity of certain situations when they're serious and when sad situations, when they're sad, you feel that. And I feel like when a movie makes you feel something, it's ultimately a good movie. Uh, that's really well said, but I think what DC movies make you feel like, except for, you know, anxious to be done. I, I it just, a lot of the DC movie, and that isn't a slight grant, you know, because you're, you sound like you're like the movie King. So that's not a slight towards you, <laughs> but outside of wonder woman, like during both justice league, um, the Snyder cut man of steel, Batman versus Superman. I just never felt anything. I was like, get it over with, just be done. Superman already killed half the people in the city. Why don't we just kill the rest of them and just be done? You know, like, well, you know hashtag what? not my Superman. You know, what for? <laughs> I'll make the argument for Man of Steel. You know what? I appreciated how they did that because honestly, if we're going to be realistic about things, everything is not going to just be all happy, hunky dory, rainbows and ponies, right? It's if you had three or four superpowered beings fighting in a large city, there would be lots of destruction that Superman couldn't stop, especially when he's fighting three beings of equal power. Yeah, and especially when he refuses to kill anyone <laughs> on purpose. He'll kill thousands of people on accident. Exactly. Like, that's the thing. If he would have been as dark as everyone said he was, he would have just said, screw it, and just used his laser vision and cut Zod's head off to, at the very beginning. But he didn't do that. He was trying to solve things in a different way. You know, he was trying to peacefully resolve the issue, uh, which didn't work out. But to me, that's realistic. When you have the Avengers, you know, you don't really see all that on camera. But surely there's thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people that died in the Battle of New York. All you see is Hawkeye and Black Widow helping kids off the buses, you know, and things like that, which is fine. I'm not talking, I'm not crapping on that movie. I love that movie, by the way. That's my number one. Right. I thought that was your favorite movie. It is. But I'm just saying that the way that DC did handle that was a lot more realistic in a lot of ways than how Marvel handles things like that. Does that make any sense? Yeah. Marvel just pretends they didn't kill anyone. <laughs> yeah. Marvel. Marvel pretends that that didn't happen, but you got thousands of aliens attacking. Was it uh, supposed to be New York or what was it? Yeah, New York. Yeah. You're going to have collateral damage if that happens. Yeah, they just act like they're making jokes the whole time, acting like it's not <laughs> happening. Hey, I, I forgot my arrow. And, <laughs> you know, uh, they're, they're acting like thousands of people aren't dying. And like you said, John, it's like if you were to fight someone that's literally just as strong as you, say you're fighting – uh, your exact equal in a bunch of people, somebody's going to, you know, get in the way, especially if you're the strongest Superman, somebody's going to get hurt, even if you don't mean for them to get hurt. And even if, even if you can save who you can save. He uh, saved people in that movie. Going, he saved the helicopter yeah. pilot. He saved several civilians as much as he could. Yeah. Man also, of Steel was an excellent movie to me. Oh, yeah. And also, you have to remember that he was just first becoming Superman. That was literally his first rodeo. He just put the suit on and flew around for a few minutes. And all of a sudden, Zod comes on, you know, and, and Zod's at their farm with his mother, like by the neck. So that's <laughs> literally his his first time being Superman. So I'll yeah. make the argument for that. I, I agree with Grant when it comes to that one. I feel like I yeah, should I be... Uh, <laughs> You guys ever watch, uh, what's that, uh, Pardon the Interruption? Or what's the show that comes on right before Pardon the Interruption where they give them the points? 
<laughs> I, I don't know. I think, okay, nobody I think knows so, what I'm talking about. I don't, I, don't, I don't have cable, so. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's like a sports <laughs> show where they have like four squares like this, and everyone, you know, talks about different topics and whatnot, and the, and the moderator gives them points. Tickle, 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 tickle. But anyway. <laughs> I think this is more like the view. <laughs> there you go. That's a better example. <laughs> I liked uh, Batman with Jack Nicholson. I liked that DC movie a ton. Loved that movie. I watched that when I was a kid in the movie theaters. I shouldn't have, but I did, and it was great. Let me ask you this. Did you have a problem with the new Batman killing people? I didn't like the Dark Knight movies. Ugh. Are those? The I was talking about... about- I was talking about the uh, Ben Affleck. Oh, I liked him as Batman, but I didn't like the movies he was in. He was he was Batman versus Superman, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, I thought the movie was over and then Doomsday showed up and I'm like, I'm stuck in the theater for another 45 minutes. <laughs> I was so upset at that. Oh, man. Hey, I, was I totally get your gripes with that, Jared. Wait a minute. I got to I got to call a T here. Did you just say you don't like any of the Dark Knight movies? So here, well, here's, let me explain that. I am not a street level character uh, lover. Okay. So like the, the Marvel Netflix shows were good. They were, they were really good. But from my perspective, I've never just been somebody that like wants to see that. I like you to shoot lasers out of your hands and I like you to fly and fight sentinels. That's what I like. So I think that's why the Dark Knight movies just didn't, appeal to me i like the 60s campy batman with you know catwoman and riddler and they're in the sub uh, the submarine and he's got shark repellent like i love that but the 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 realism of dark knight with catwoman wearing cat ears or whatever and there being bombs and harvey dent being a real life lawyer like i just couldn't get into it but i think that was the jared hang up it doesn't necessarily say it doesn't speak to the medium of how good those movies probably were. That's the interesting thing. It's so crazy to me, you know, like four different people can watch a movie and four different people can have such varying opinions. You know, it's just, I don't know, but the dark Knight, it's crazy to me. Like, uh, because usually when I talk to people about the dark Knight, they at least appreciate it. You know, even people that aren't really comic book fans anymore, or we used to watch comic book movies or whatever, uh, everyone seems to like that movie. It's crazy to me that you don't like this. I like the the one where Bane, he was like at the bottom of a cave. And yeah, he has the to Dark Knight like Rises. Okay. <laughs> I like that scene. <laughs> that was cool. I feel like when those movies came out, like, because it was before this whole new age of, you know, uh, Marvel movies and stuff like that, when like right after that trilogy was over, I think that, and I'm not saying this is you, Jared, but I'm just saying people in general, so many more people were like, wow, this is the best trilogy to ever exist. And it's like, since there's been some of our best movies ever, even though most of us know that we only watched Batman Begins or whatever it was, like once or twice, like we did see the other two and we thought they were amazing. Not, I mean, maybe not everybody. Grant, you might have seen it 27 times or something. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I think that now, since all that other stuff, we've got recency bias because I'll sit here all day and say DC sucks, but that's because of the past five, six, seven years or whatever. I'm like, I'm just being hateful just to be that way because of the reputation in which and me just not being excited about seeing any of their movies. 
but you know back in the day whenever the dark knight you know trilogy came out we were all like oh my god like this is the best thing that's ever happened i mean maybe not jared but a lot of people were that way <laughs> and i don't think that the flame is still there which i guess it shouldn't be because we sat there for five years being like man we gotta get christian bell back as batman and instead <laughs> you know ben affleck been should have been replaced with that affleck duck i think just when you talk about dc modern day I think the biggest problem is they just don't really know what direction to go in. And honestly, if I was in charge, which that would be the fastest way to run that into the ground. But if I was in charge right now, I don't think that I would know either because you have some characters who are really popular, like Shazam. People like generally like that movie. Uh, uh, Aquaman, Wonder Woman. They like the first Wonder Woman. They can kind of almost forgive the second one because the first one was so good. And some people like Henry Cavill as Superman. Some people don't. I love him personally as Superman. Then you have, you know, for the most part, uh, well, it's, it doesn't matter what we think about Ben Affleck as Batman because at this point, he's not coming back. They were about to do something really great with him. They were going to give him the uh, directorial chair and the writing and let him make his own Batman film with him starring as Batman, which I think Ben Affleck is a phenomenal uh not actor, but well, he's a great actor as well, but he's a phenomenal director. Have you guys ever seen The Town or The Accountant? Uh, yeah. Or uh, Far, what's it called? Not Fargo. Uh, there's another film that he made, Argo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, he's a great director. I think he would have done so good with a Batman standalone film. There was talks that they were going to have, like it was going to be like an Arkham Asylum type storyline with – uh, Batman, like something similar to the video game, if you guys have ever played that. But yeah, yeah. he goes into the prison and he, he not only does he meet Joker and Killer Croc, but he runs into his whole basically rogues gallery of villains in the asylum. I thought that was really exciting. But for whatever reason, I guess uh, Ben Affleck and, and the studio were button heads. And eventually they pulled him from directing and it was like, OK, Matt Reeves is going to direct it. Then a few months later, Ben Affleck's like, you know what? I'm not Batman anymore. After Justice League, I'm done. And they put Robert Pattinson in the uh, the role of Batman. So that was something that could have been so awesome. But uh, I don't know. That's that's something else that hurts DC to me is how they change directions. It seems like so much. They need to just pick something and stick with it. You know, like, I don't know, maybe a little more consistency. I don't honestly at this point, I mean, their spot record, I mean, their, their uh, track record, excuse me, is so spotty, you know, it's hard to, it's hard to really put a, like a, a pinpoint on what exactly the problem is. Yeah. If you compare the whole DC universe, uh, the cinematic universe versus the whole Marvel cinematic universe, of course, Marvel's probably going to edge them out as far as the number of good movies go. Uh, that's why I try to take each DC movie uh, as individual movies and you go in with a lighter expectation that way and you come out a lot more uh, or a lot less disappointed uh, with the fallouts and a lot, lot of surprised uh, outlooks with the, the really good ones like uh, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, Man of Steel. Uh, but as far as Ben Affleck goes, I thought he was uh, coming back in the Flashpoint uh, movie they were coming out with. He is. That's going to be his last appearance, probably. But you also have Michael Keaton coming back as Batman as well. So it's going to be like a storyline yeah. where 
uh, he, you know, goes through time somehow because he's so fast or whatever. And it's going to be like their multidimensional kind of uh, story, I guess you could say. Like he's going to see. I feel like different. that's been done before. Well, actually, on the TV shows, I think it has been done. But in in the movie universes, whether you talk about Marvel or DC, it actually hasn't been done yet. But December, when Spider-Man comes out, uh, Jared, I got a feeling that we're going to see some really cool stuff. I, I really just want to keep my fingers crossed that, that we see the uh, three different versions of Spider-Man. As Shane would say, the, uh, yeah. the, holy, the holy trinity of Spider-Man. Yes. yes. <laughs> Yes. Well, see, I, mean, I think. Uh, that, go ahead. Think, okay, so I think Marvel has kind of earned that right to let's do all these Spider Men, whereas DC's like, we still don't know what we're doing. Let's throw in all the Batman. You know, like, oh no, I I'm just afraid that that's going to be so bad. And let me also say too, like, I don't ever want the DC universe movies not to be successful. Because when a DC movie is successful, it's good for all the comic book movies. Yep. And when a Marvel movie is successful, it's good for all the Marvel movies. Same with the TV shows. Like, we're all in this together, okay? Yep. So I don't want them to fail. They just do so much all the time. And I, I feel like Warner Brothers, they wanted their Avengers. You know, they, they just saw how that was like the biggest movie of all time. We want Avengers. So let's just throw Justice League out there. Like, oh man, you know, if you had just waited, you know, kind of, you know, mold that clay with Batman and introduce us Flash and maybe some Martian Manhunter or something like that. Instead, they were just like everything in the movie and that's what made it bad. And when there's one bad DC movie or one bad Marvel movie, it's bad for everybody. And so it puts that taste in your mouth like, I think that was a big part of the problem of this box office receipts this weekend for sui the Suicide Squad is because the first Suicide Squad, it did well, but everybody was like, Bleh, it was so terrible. It tasted nasty. It looked nasty. Like, we just want to leave the theaters. And so then when you have the sequel come, COVID or, or HBO plus Max, whatever it's called or not, people are just like, sorry, the first one was so bad. I, I'm, not, I'm not willing to give the next one a chance i feel like in marvel uh they make good movies now but i feel like in 10 years they're gonna have to come up with a different formula because the movies are kind of the same in every single one you watch because it's referring to my earlier uh analogy in our last video uh they they make good hamburgers and they produce these movies and every single movie it's like uh, hero banter gather heroes heroes dispute with each other jokes and then fight villain every single movie and uh it's starting to become kind of bland because they're all kind of like that it's just with different heroes at this point just doing the same exact movie over and over again to me and not saying they're bad movies. Like I said, they make good hamburgers, but I'm looking for that steak. To me, that Man of Steel, that Aquaman, that Wonder Woman, that's that steak to me. Um, not Wonder Woman <laughs> 2. <laughs> not Wonder Woman 2. Uh, and I think that um, a lot of people hate on Batman versus Superman. I don't think it was that bad. 
I think that it was long. I think that it could have been almost two movies. The first bit of the movie before the Doomsday fight and the second movie, the Doomsday fight. But, um, and I didn't like Lex Luthor in that. Uh, Jesse Eisenberg, I did not like him at all as Lex Luthor. But it's hard to make a good Lex Luthor after you have uh, the Superman 2 Lex Luthor uh, play as well as he did. I thought he was a perfect uh, Lex Luthor to me. But um, they tried to go with a different direction. didn't work out, obviously. But uh, <laughs> yeah. that guy, <laughs> Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey, okay, that's somebody different. I thought you were talking about Gene Hackman. Well, Gene Hackman, he was good too. I like Kevin Spacey because he looks just yeah. like in the comics. Yeah, he was good. Uh, and then, um, but I thought I thought that it was pretty good. I thought it had a lot of action. I thought that it uh, had great CGI. I thought that the fight between Batman and Superman was top of the charts fight. But the uh, way it ended, me. Grant, the way the fight ended, don't forget. Martha! Martha, well, don't I say think, that name! I think <laughs> that you have to understand where it's coming from, because Bruce Wayne, his mother was Martha. And somebody says that, and that's he's, he's literally, he's like a mental patient. That's who Batman is. He, he's literally tormented by that one night. He's, he's wrapped his whole persona around that one night. So, of course... When someone says that name and his life literally revolves around that, of course he's going to think he's going to stop in his tracks, you know, but uh, because it was, it just hit him like a ton of bricks. And as soon as Superman said that, that's what he thought of. He thought he was talking so about his mom. Kryptonite is Superman's weakness. Martha is Batman's weakness. Yeah. yeah they built, they bet millions of dollars on that plot line. Like they bet tens of billions of dollars on that plot line. Like, oh, let's make them have the same mom. And that's going to cause pure chaos. That's <laughs> going to be what sparks off the battle between Batman and Superman. That's the yeah. thing that always got me about that. I was like, you could have wrote anything in the world. You have an infinite pool of things to pull from to bring this together. And that's what sparked the rage. Well, that didn't spark the rage. The rage was sparked spark. by Superman killing millions of people. And uh, <laughs> Batman was obviously mad about that. Well, that's fair. That's fair. You know, I like the way it ended in the comics. I'm not a comics aficionado, but I do know that in the comics, Batman was kicking his butt. And he, he told Superman, he said, don't forget or don't or remember this day, Clark. I could have killed you, Clark. You know, and he basically just lets him up, you know, but. Uh, I even think that would have been way better. I think that would have been way better, honestly, than the whole Martha thing. And, you know, why did you say that name? Martha. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that the, uh, I mean, obviously there's some stuff that could have went in there. There's some stuff they could have taken out. There's some, there's some stuff they could have put in, but I don't think it's a bad a movie as people think. I think a lot of people are reading critic reviews and just going purely off that. Uh, I think that, um, the doomsday fight was one of the most epic superhero fights that we've seen because you really felt the gravity of the, uh, the punches they threw the damage they could take from nuclear warheads. Uh, you haven't seen that in any other uh, comic book movie, the gravity of the situation and how strong these, these beings actually are. 
And I thought that was awesome. How Batman didn't really have anything else to do other than when, when it, the laser beam was coming at him from Doomsday, he just used his grappling. <laughs> yeah, that's all. That's all Batman could do at that point, because uh, it was just a, a Wonder Woman and, and Superman fight at that point. Yeah, but uh, I just I think I don't think it was as bad as people say, and I think Ben Affleck was one of the the better Batman that we've seen. I think he was probably the second best Batman that we've seen the second, uh, the first best bat suit that we've seen. And as far as the choreography and fighting, it's one of the best we've seen. He had, you know what? Ben Affleck was probably the best thing about that film. Now in justice league, if for some reason, I don't know what happened between that movie and justice league, but in justice league, it was like his whole demeanor shifted. I don't know if it was because he was in a hard spot in his life at that time, maybe, but, uh, he was his acting was so good and he was so perfect as Batman in the in the uh, Batman versus Superman, but uh, he wasn't quite as good in Justice League. But Grant, I remember, I was so excited to see that film. I had hyped it up to all my coworkers. I was literally showing everybody that I remotely even halfway knew. Hey, hey, have you seen the new trailer for Batman versus Superman? Come check this out. I was the biggest cheerleader for that film. And then I went to the theaters and I saw it and I was so crushed, so <laughs> disappointed. Yeah, sure. The action was pretty decent. And, uh, you know, I enjoyed Superman and uh, Batman. I thought the uh, actors they selected for those roles were great. But at the end of the day, like Jared said earlier, they just tried to cram too much into one film. They, they were like cramming in the death of Superman. They were cramming in Wonder Woman cramp let's cram in doomsday as well you know they should have just made that movie about what it was titled batman versus superman i agree i agree with that and um they were i think dc was just on really unorganized at the time and i think they were trying to hurry up catch back up with marvel uh but uh, as we were talking about earlier with the like the after credits and stuff that's been done before uh, with Blade, Blade had after credit scenes as well. But also um, a Marvel movie. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> like I, but like I was saying, the uh, not all of them were. They, they did have some fallouts, but there are some Marvel movies that I really don't like either. You know, uh, Hulk, uh, <laughs> the two thousand eight Hulk, Thor, Thor, Dark World. Uh, I wasn't a huge fan of Captain America one uh, just because I, it like Jared was saying, it was almost street level to me and how he was getting beat up by GSP. Uh, <laughs> Are you talking about the winter soldier? That's the winter soldier. That's a, that's a great film. Yeah. I, I was just talking about Captain America in general. It was just an un- uninteresting superhero to me. Well, don't forget George uh, St. Pierre's character in that film was Baltrock the Leaper, who is also a uh, genetically modified or super soldier-esque type character. He doesn't, he's not just a normal guy, right, Jared? Yeah. Yes, he likes to leap. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Like I said earlier, I I just can't get over the the comedy in them. Thor Ragnarok, 100% comedy movie. Uh, I think it was too comedic, in my opinion. Like, Thor's literally sitting there about to die and he comes up with a joke. And then like two seconds later, another joke and two seconds later, another joke. 
and it's more of a comedy. And I guess when I got into that movie, I was thinking it was going to be like, okay, this is leading up to the big one. You know, this is, this is what happens right before uh, Avengers and it's going to lead to something horrible, you know, and Thor's going to lose his home to uh, what was his name? The Surtur. And, uh, but even when Surtur was like destroying their home, they throw in a joke like Hulk going to fight Surtur by himself. And <laughs> I thought that that was just too, too many jokes in that. Uh, but I like jokes in some movies, uh, but not every two seconds or three seconds. And uh, I don't know. I just, I'm not saying that I like, I, I do like DC. Like my favorite DC movie is over Marvel in, in its entirety because the dark Knight to me is one of the greatest uh, superhero movies that's been made, but uh, because it's so emotional, the actors were so good, never seen anything like that. Everything really hits home because it's, it, you can almost see what their reality is like. And I feel like Marvel's kind of like a fairy tale. Well, I just, I have a hard time to watch a movie when the main character only talks like this. It just kind of takes me out of it. Like it's supposed to be real. And then he just keeps talking like this. <laughs> like, dude, clear your throat, move about your day. You know, <laughs> what's going on? Well, he does that so that he can keep his identity safe. Exactly. So he can't recognize his voice. Say, yeah, but Michael I Keaton understand. didn't have to do that. Michael Keaton didn't have to do that. He, he, they took a comedian and made him Batman. Listen, if I was Batman, Jared, I would probably disguise my voice. I wouldn't walk up and say, Jared, put down the groceries, please. I would probably say, Jared, put down the groceries, please. <laughs> because if I talked in my normal voice, you'd be like, wait a minute, aren't you Jonathan May? Hey, you're Batman. So I get why you did that. Batman, what are you doing here at the Piggly Wiggly here to help me with my groceries? I'm here to and also he did that. He did that so he was more intimidating as well because his whole uh, Batman persona was to kind of be frightening to the uh, criminals as well. So he kind of did that as kind of like a if you if you come up to somebody and say, "Hey guys, stop that robbery," <laughs> you know they're gonna they're not gonna be too intimidated. Well, I think what would have what would have fixed it though is he would have had the Batman costume with the bat nipples. That would have really just kind of <laughs> set that that movie apart for me to use his, um, you know, give me the groceries with his bat nipples. Like I would have been all over that, man. I would have been my number one movie. Jared, who wins in a fight, Iron Man or Batman? Batman. Really? Yeah. I mean, like, I know, like, that's the thing with, like, Batman, Wonder Woman and Superman. Like, how? how do you even compete with them? And so that's part of the problem I have with even, I'm not that guy that's like, I need to see myself in every version of every character or it's not right. I'm not like the PC police at all. But with the Marvel characters, you see that struggle and you can kind of identify. Like when I was a teacher, I taught, um, all my, my lessons were taught through superheroes because I was, I was a kindergarten teacher and I was teaching these little kindergartners, not, you know, addition and subtraction, all that stuff, but like good 
character qualities. So we taught about anger and I talked to them about the Hulk and we did the Fantastic Four with teamwork. And we talked about responsibility with Spider-Man and diversity with the X-Men. And I did all those with all the Marvel superheroes, but I couldn't do anything with the DC superheroes. What, what was I going to do with Wonder Woman? If you want to teach hey, a kid how to be a god. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. You know, like even with Thor, he's a god that's flawed. And he is he going to be worthy to do to hold the mantle of Thor? And and Batman, Wonder Woman and Superman are just like, we got this. Batman has a little bit because he is human, but he can just basically outthink anybody out of anything and outfight them and like... I remember I used to read Wizard Magazine and, you know, they were like, could Batman beat Galactus? Well, yeah, because he has enough time to prep. Batman's smart enough. He can come up with some contraption and beat, beat Galactus. But with the Marvel heroes, they're just super flawed. And you think they really could lose this battle and they really might win, lose this battle. And, and that's I think what, the, why uh, relatable. I think the DC characters are definitely flawed. I mean, you look at The Dark Knight Rises, Batman loses to Bane the first time they fight. He gets his back broken. Uh, Aquaman loses his first fight. Uh, and Wonder Woman, she didn't really lose. Well, she, it was kind of it was kind of close, I guess. But she's a, that's just a one off. But there there is several characters. I think Man of Steel. Uh, he's losing at first uh, as well against the the Kryptonians that come. So all of them did lose their uh, their first fights, but they they learned and they they grew from those fights, and I think that uh, played a big part to me liking it too. Another thing with the Marvel universe, and this is one of the bigger things that turns me off of Marvel, at least half the time, they bring political issues into the movies, and they they want to promote feminism they want to make sure they have one of each race and they want to expose racism and it, it kills it for me because i'm trying i'm going to the movies to get away from politics and i don't want that in there and they force it down your throat just you're like not wrong. you're not wrong yeah just like in in endgame they had to get a shot like Everybody came through different portals about to kill Thanos. They had to get a shot of all the women superheroes together right there. And Black Panther, they had to talk about nothing but uh, how America was this racist place and that's what's wrong with it and Killmonger needs to correct it. And uh, it's just, a, it's in a lot of their movies and I, do, I, just, I do not like that at all. I'm trying to get away from that. And I don't see that Almost at all, maybe Birds of Prey in the DC, but almost at all in none of the DC universe. I mean, they're just struggling for anything, really. In the DC universe, they're just like, <laughs> can we get a script? Can we get an actor? Like, what's going on with the craft services over there? I have no idea. You know, like, people are getting food poisoning, and it's just, it's a whole mess. But I'm with you, man. Like, Captain Marvel could have been an amazing movie, but it was just from, like, scene one. They're just, you're just like, ugh, ugh. Okay, she's a girl. I get it. I get it. Girls are good. Like, oh my gosh. It was just, and then like to just encapsulate it with playing No Doubts, I'm just a girl during the fight scene. I was just, yeah. are you, we get it. How much more do <laughs> yeah. we need? I think, the, I think a part of it. Anybody in the theater know that this isn't a girl? Anybody? No? 
ridiculous. I, I think a part of that also just has to do with the fact that like it's like movies that do great numbers in theaters have been consolidated down to like you know with the exception of some one-offs it's like the superhero movies the fast and furious movies like these movies and the movies have such massive budgets that they have got to find a way to tap into every single audience and obviously right now uh socio social politics is at an all-time high or whatever so they are going to play into that and obviously it usually ends with a positive message it's not like any of it's to just it doesn't seem like it's to instigate or stir a pot, but they're just trying to get people to come and watch. Cause a lot of people are going to take, no matter what they think. And most people don't think anything, they're going to take their kids to see the movies anyway. So they're trying to get all these other extra people that's like, Oh, I feel represented here. I feel represented here. You know, obviously people are inclined to feel however, but that's how they make the most money. So that's the, probably the reason why they're doing it. It's oh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> when it comes down to stuff like that, they're just definitely At the end money of the day. Guy. That's all that everything is about money i used to have a boss on one of my jobs that you know we would have debates about various different things politics music anything under the sun literally even just things at work and he would always say young may follow the money (laughs) (laughs) very wise guy definitely but uh guys hey i want to thank you so much for joining us today uh jared grant it's been great uh, maybe next time we'll, we'll bring boxing gloves and get you guys in a ring or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I like, this, I like talking about things like this and uh, it's been a fun discussion. I appreciate you guys coming on. By the way, does anybody have anything they want to plug before we go? Well, I'll plug the M6P. You can check us out on Facebook, uh, the M6P.com as well. If you like Marvel, anything, cartoons, TV shows, movies, comic books, action figures. If it's Marvel, we're probably talking about it. And you can also check out themarvelousbox.com. We are a graphic novel Marvel-only subscription service for 25 bucks Every quarter, you get $100 worth of Marvel graphic novels sent directly to your door. Themarvelousbox.com. That's I'm a cool. follower. I like M6B. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm Shane, to check your I know you got out, something man. to plug, buddy. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I make music, but more importantly, since we're in the podcasting realm, I have a podcast as well called Organic Poison. It is uh, nowhere near as themed as this show is, nor would anyone's mother be wanting to hear it uh, unless their mother likes profanity. But with that being said, <laughs> check me out. I'm four, uh, 57 episodes in and uh, keeping going and rolling. I've had Jonathan on there before. Uh, you know, he's a, a great guest and, uh, you know, many moon ago. But uh, yeah, that's all I really got. Shane Smith, Shane O. Uh, find me on Instagram at Shane Izzo. <laughs> and let me tell you two guys something too, by the way. I just realized this, but Shane, you were my gateway drug into this world of doing things like this. You know, you kind of gave me a taste and, and then you made me realize like, hey, this isn't so bad. And then yeah. Jared, when I was on your M6P podcast, that made me think like, hey, this this isn't so bad. You know, it's just all about actually doing it. You know, you just got to do it. So I want to thank you guys for that. I, I did your podcast and I did Jared's podcast and uh, got me doing my own podcast now. So I uh, really appreciate you guys. And yeah. Grant, I appreciate you joining us as well. All right. Thank you. Grant doesn't have a podcast. Yeah, I'm actually going to be playing in uh, the new movie, Man of Steel 3. I'm going to be the villain. So Uh you guys go watch that. 
Why don't you uh, take your shirt off for us, Grant, and show us your physique? <laughs> You're supposed to say, yeah, Jonathan, I'll do that if you do yours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Hey, have a great day. Thank you so hey. much again for joining me. Everyone, Absolutely. have a good Thank one. Thank you. It's nice meeting you fellas. Yeah. <laughs>